And no, I. There you go. Cool. Whoop. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Let's go to it. Right, hello, everybody, and thanks so much for watching this special edition here of YRLA. Chris Rod and Elise Garcia here to host. We have two special guests from Movement for People's Party that are with us today. We have Jerry Perez, we have Nick Brana. Quickly, Nick Brana, National Coordinator uh, for Movement of People's Party, also founding staffer, electoral manager for Our Revolution, uh, National Political Outreach Coordinator for Bernie 2016, also Deputy Voter Protection uh, Director for Terry McAuliffe for Governor, Nick Brana, and there's much more that you do, but I'll leave it right there. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Chris and Annalise. Yeah, very, very welcome. Also, we have Jerry Perez, Field Director of Our Revolution Los Angeles, Regional West Coast Coordinator for Movement of a People's Party, Owner Manager of uh, SITREP Media, Veteran, Marine, and also so much more. Jerry, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing good, Chris. Uh, thanks for having me here today. Ex Excellent. So happy to have you guys on here. Two powerhouses. Um, you guys are basically like the future of America and the people don't know it yet. So just for those that don't know it, our audience here in Los Angeles, of course, throughout the world, they check this out. Um, you guys are spearheading the movement for People's Party. Can whoever feels the, that they wanna jump in, how about Nick, I'll leave this one for you. What is um, the movement for People's Party? For sure. Um, so we are a movement of about 120,000 uh, Americans who are organizing for a major new progressive political party in the United States of America. We're doing what the majority of Americans now want. More than 60% of Americans say they want a major new party. More than 70% of young people want a major new party. And so we are making that happen right now. Um, we've got hubs already, more than 22 states, more than 50 hubs. So we're super excited. Jerry's a big part of that. Um, and so, you know, we saw starting in 2017 um, that when MPP began, that we have in this country basically two corporate parties. They're both, you know, Wall Street has two parties, billionaires have two parties, but the people have none. So we're going to fix that. Nice. And Jerry, what, what would, uh, what would you say your involvement there with the People's Party is? Well, Chris, um, my responsibilities, um, I'm currently in charge of creating hubs all across the West Coast. And so right now I am training and putting confidence in hub coordinators, um, state coordinators, and just spreading the word for moving for our People's Party all across the West Coast. Um, currently right now I'm responsible for California, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, Arizona, um, currently taking charge of Oklahoma, Alaska, and Hawaii. And so um, right now, um, I, I'm proud to say that I have at least one person in every single state, and I'm currently setting them up. Right now, um, California, Oregon, Washington are the most set up and getting ready to act independently of me soon. And I'm looking forward to getting them fully um, trained up and announced um, on our next, one of our next national calls. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm basically just training, um, encouraging folks, um, reinforcing them, and getting them prepared to launch the infrastructure of this major new People's Party um, across the West Coast and soon to be the rest of America. And so, yeah, that's that's currently what I do right now. That's fantastic. So, um, 
I want to talk about the People's Convention and the future. So as you guys may know, uh, the People's Convention was held August 30th. Uh, Jerry, Nick, and myself were speakers on it. And it was an amazing experience that got so much positive feedback from Americans. And so now that we've had that convention, we voted, we had thousands of votes, uh, all saying overwhelmingly, it was over 99%, I believe, saying yes, we want a major new party that actually represents Americans. So let me ask you guys, uh, Nick, what is in the future? Uh, what's going on as far as getting ballot access? When do we think we'll have a founding convention? Um, what are we planning on? Yeah, I'm so glad you bring all that up. The People's Convention was unprecedented. It was groundbreaking. It was historic. Um, we held it, of course, after the Democratic Republican conventions where the two parties show, you know, that they just completely erased poor people. They just showed how, you know, in the middle of like a, a, a climate of uh, climate crisis, um, mass eviction, historic evictions, historic poverty, historic unemployment, you know, a reckoning with racial justice. Like in the midst of all of this, they just showed how detached they are from any of that, not really featuring any of that in their conventions. And we had more than a million viewers at the People's Convention, um, speakers like Senator Nina Turner, Dr. Cornell West, Danny Glover, Jesse Ventura, Jimmy Dore, just an amazing lineup, Ryan Knight, so many others. Um, so what we have coming out of that also uh, and into the future is that we are looking to have a founding convention next year, um, probably in the summer or in the fall of next year. So late next year, a national founding convention as we get more of the states online. And we're working really towards 2024 as our kind of ultimate goal. Um, so we're working backwards from 2024, where in 2024, we plan on winning the presidential election and many down ballot races. Uh, we plan on electing a People's Party president, sending them to the White House, sending members of Congress to, uh, to Congress, to the Senate uh, in 2024. And so working back from that, what we're working on, that means ballot access in all 50 states uh, that we're working on now. Uh, Maine looks like one of the first states that we will probably be getting ballot access in because um, uh, it comes up, their filing period comes up in December. Uh, and we need to get 5,000 people registered to the party over there to get ballot access over there. And our folks over there, I know, I've, I've talked to them, they feel very ready to do it and excited to be one of the first to do it. So uh, those are the kinds of things that we're looking to. We're, of course, going to continue organizing, um, building up our own, our membership, building up all of the different circles. We've started veterans for a people's party, black voters for a people's party, Latinos for a people's party, scientists for a people's party. So it's a beautiful flourishing that's happening right now of MPP and the people's party at so many different levels because people are so ready for it. That's, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And Jerry, for you, um, you know, as, as a regional director overseeing all these states and also as the leader of veterans uh, for a people's party, uh, what, do you, what do you hope to see in the future and, and what are we working towards? I'm working to ensure that we have solutions implemented to all these current problems that we have all across America. 
So right now, it's very imperative that we have no representation in office and we have leaders that are willing to sacrifice the lives of their citizens to ensure that they maintain their um, wealthy way of living. And so at this time, I can no longer sit back and just wait for someone to magically appear and try to save us. And so as a Marine, I'm stepping up to correct this problem myself and motivating and encouraging everyone to do the same. And so my fellow veterans with Veterans for a People's Party, um, we're getting ready to launch our platform and talk about our issues and really start pulling back our community away from both the Republicans and the Democratic parties and actually working to truly get prosperity for both veterans and the rest of the citizens here in the United States. Um, something that I want to encourage everyone into doing is stop accepting your situation. Stop accepting that you have to suffer while someone else profits off of your suffering. Stop settling for crumbs when you are deserving of prosperity and you're deserving of a good life where you can start a family, where you can live independently, where you can follow your passion, follow your dream and sustain your living off that. That is the American dream, not go to school and become a slave, a wage slave for individuals that can drop you at the, at the snap of the fingers. Um, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. And the amount of suicides I've seen, the amount of folks despairing, the amount of folks just giving up, I, I can no longer allow this. Not as a man, not as a Marine, and definitely not as a citizen of this country. I cannot allow this to go on any longer. And so I wanna encourage everyone to get up and say, no, we won't tolerate this anymore. We won't allow these people to ruin our lives any longer. And so that is what myself and Veterans for People's Party and what I hope to instill into every hub coordinator, every state coordinator to push forward with and to make a true party of the people here with Movement for People's Party. And, and Nick, I do have a, a big question for you, but first, while Jerry's talking about that right now, um, Jerry, you mentioned in your uh, speech at the convention, you said that uh, you alluded to people uh, that there's growing desperation, so that you were a truck driver throughout the United States. Was that correct? You used to? Uh, yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, and you mentioned, you said you were witnessing the growing desperation amongst people, people belittling and arguing amongst each other, which is what we do. A lot of people um, in my family and people at work that are always discussing things that are, that are saying, oh, you're dumb because Democrats are dumb. You're dumb because you're a Republican, blah, blah. And everyone's fighting. And you said they're scapegoating one another to protect. And actually what it does is, is protects the interests of corporations and their greed. Um, can you spend a moment on that? Sure. So something that I witnessed is that poor people across this nation are pitted against each other in similar way to like your favorite football team or something, but in this case, it's political background. And so something that I noticed really heavy on in the poorer areas, it was massively Republican and you just got a sense of hate. And talking with these people, they were good folks. However, they were disillusioned and led to believe that their suffering was caused by a different demographic of people. But who it was truly coming from is the wealthy and the folks that own the majority of our resources here in this country. And so 
seeing this and then listening to it firsthand and seeing that all this is is that we're pitted against each other and we all come from the same similar backgrounds we are all one people here we look different we have different mannerisms but overall the american spirit is still the same i sense it i see it i feel it and when i see my people pitted against each other and just pulling each other down holding each other down while I see another group of folks on the side laughing at them as they do so. I can't allow that any longer. And right. so I, I couldn't take it anymore. I can't, I can't take this situation where I see these folks bickering and fighting themselves while their state's on fire, while they can't pay their bills, while their kids suffer from not eating. And just, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. And it's an easy solution to fix. And all it takes is one person to stand up and say, I won't take this anymore. For the rest to follow and also to follow in this strong leadership position this is something that we all need to get behind into truly correcting this problem and ensuring that we meet prosperity moving forward with our country so nick to that knowing that the people are fighting amongst each other um accepting their team democrat versus team republican and then you have others that say not me i'm a third partier i'm um, libertarian, I'm Green Party, vote for us instead of them because they're all corrupt. Um, but then a lot of times they'll still fall in line with either the Democrat or Republican, the duopoly. Um, I think that some people are okay with being third party. Movement for People's Party is saying, as you, as you alluded to earlier or mentioned earlier, we are looking to become a major party. So let me ask you then, um, with knowing what's going on on the ground and how people are thinking and how the media treats uh, uh, the, the duopoly, how do you then make that, that jump, that leap, that ability to get out of the constraints of a third party and into a major party? How's that, how, how, how do you do that? Yeah, exactly. We're looking to build a major new party in this country. And we know that we can do it because we see the suffering that Jerry described. We see how unprecedented it has become. People were already living, 80% of Americans were living paycheck to paycheck before the pandemic. And now you have a situation where you have a record number of people, more than 40 million people who are going to be evicted and kicked out into the streets in the middle of this pandemic whenever that eviction moratorium runs out, which now seems to be the winter, you also have millions of people who can no longer afford their basic utilities. So they can't afford heat. They can't afford things like water. You have thousands of people lining up for food at, uh, uh, at food banks across the country. Anybody who's giving away food, you have record child hunger in this country, more than 14 million kids going hungry more than a third of families with children who can no longer, who are facing food insecurity. And so this country, you've really seen the two parties have transformed this country back from a first world country. It's, you know, you cannot even call it that anymore. They're reversing the development of this country with their insatiable greed. And so that is part of what makes it possible is that the level of desperation that people have is enormous. There was another poll that was conducted just a few weeks ago that showed that 62% of Americans believe that we need fundamental systemic change in the design of our government. 
in order for democracy and for this country to function. And so you are seeing polls like that over and over again. The number of people who want fundamental systemic change is just taking off like a rocket. There's even, and this was before the pandemic, 40% of Americans were saying, let it all burn, burn it all down about our political and social systems. And so when you think about that, that is just to have 40% of the public saying, burn it all down to be at that point, it really shows how fed up people are with these things. And so everything that you mentioned, like the media, um, the political establishment, the two parties, uh, all of those things are obstacles, but they're not insurmountable. They're eminent, you know, we can eminently overcome them. And we have ways to overcome all of them, every single one of them. Like we've, you know, we're, uh, I would say that we, we're featuring one right now, um, which is independent media. There's been an explosion of independent media. And even while you've seen big corporations increasingly try to shut it down or try to shut down, manipulate algorithms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, in order to enforce you know, the, the, the prevailing order, you've also seen at the same time that the desire for change is just overwhelming that. They cannot contain it. Um, and so that's why, despite the fact that just a few days before the People's Convention, Twitter was literally suppressing our, our trending hashtag, our nationally trending hashtag that was promoting it. They were suppressing it. Um, and yet still, a few days later, we were nationally trending at number two for more than five hours. Throughout the entire convention, we were nationally trending. And so it goes to show that they cannot, it's not something that can be contained anymore. And through the development of independent media, through um, the through membership uh, recurring funding um, and regular sustaining donors, very much like Bernie Sanders did in the 2020 and 2016 campaigns, we can fund, we can get the word out, we can organize through the internet, through social media, peer to peer, um, very much like Bernie did. And so the tools are all out there now we have the internet, um, which, you know, no, there has been no attempt to form kind of a major new, you know, progressive independent party during the time of the internet. Um, and we have these tools and these same tools that we're talking about have actually powered the rise of new parties um, around the world uh, in the last few years. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. So look, I think one of the things that's most important to talk about is why do we need a new major party, right? What is it that is lacking that makes us feel like we have to start something brand new with people that have been uncorrupted? So look, I was just reading uh, some of the numbers since May, over 8 million Americans have slipped into poverty. Americans that were not in poverty before this, they slipped into poverty. Um, you know, over 60% of the businesses that have closed in the duration of the pandemic are now closing down permanently. And most of them are small businesses. There are some larger ones, but it's hitting small businesses really hard. And when we look at what is our government doing for us, what actual steps are they taking? What legislation are they passing to help us? Um, it becomes very quickly, very clear that both parties have done absolutely nothing except for enrich themselves. 
right? So back when all this started in March, what happened? We gave trillions of dollars to corporations that were supposedly going to trickle down, except for the fact that they didn't, because those corporations then turned around, either fired or laid off their workforce and kept the money for themselves. And then on top of that, unemployment has ended now. The extensions that they were giving for unemployment have ended now. So where was all this money that was supposed to trickle down to the people? What we've really got now is corporations that are better off than they ever were before and Americans that are in a much worse position than they were originally. And frankly, there needs to be a reckoning with the fact that this is not just the Republicans, okay? And by saying that we acknowledge the corruption within the Democratic Party, that in no way takes the responsibility off the Republican Party. The thing is, they're both corrupt and neither of them is working for us. So let me start with Jerry. Jerry, what do you feel is the biggest reason that we need this major new party? The main reason why we need this new party is because currently right now, the American people do not have representation in office. As you were saying, we are now completely taken advantage of. We are exploited. We are not treated as people. In fact, these folks think of us as completely idiotic. They look down on us. Just some months ago, I led a protest in front of Norma Torres' home. I guarantee you for a fact, she thinks of me as like an ant. She thinks of me as someone less as a person. And she feels that same way about everybody inside of her community. The only people she cares about are the people that donate to her. Big bucks, that's it. That is how you get served in this country if you have large amounts of money. That is not the American way. That is not what we were raised on. What we were raised on is that anybody, anyone in this country can make a future for themselves. That was the American promise and the American dream. And currently right now, that has been stolen by us by a whole pack of corrupt individuals. And so right now, not only is it necessary that we create this major new party, it is our duty to create this major new people's party. Right now, we are all suffering. Right now, they are on us and they are ensuring that we continue suffering. They're ensuring that our state burns. They are ensuring that we cannot live day to day, that we live completely stressed out. That is what they are ensuring right now. And so we have to do everything within our ability to ensure that we get this major new People's Party started and fully functional. We have to ensure that the people actually have leadership and representation in this government. We are not folks to be taken advantage of. We are people. We are deserving of respect and we are deserving of, of dignity. And if they don't recognize that and if they don't wanna do their jobs, oh, we will ensure that they do. And then we will remove them from office. They're gonna get a taste of the real soon. They're gonna understand that it is not business as usual. Yeah, it's not business as, as usual here. Bernie Sanders was their last chance. That was their very last chance and they blew it. 
And so now they will be held accountable for their actions. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so you, um, when forming this major new party, certainly getting uh, the right voices into the party to help grow it helps. So, you know, what has been your journey getting people like Nina Turner, like Cornel West, like Jimmy Dore, um, you know, Ryan Knight, Susan Sarandon came out and, and supported us, uh, which was fantastic. So we have so many amazing voices. Talk to us about the importance of these voices and why other voices should come and join us. Yeah. It took, uh, it took years of building trust with individuals like them. Um, Dr. West, uh, you know, have a lot of respect for him. He's obviously, um, to me, he's like a, a moral compass for the movement, uh, for the progressive movement. Um, he's uh, uh, been with us from the start um, and right after we launched Draft Bernie for a People's Party, which preceded Movement for a People's Party, um, Dr. West and I went on Democracy Now! and we invited Bernie Sanders to join us uh, at American University where we held um, a, a conference with 400 people uh, and invited Bernie Sanders to join us um, and present him with more than 50,000 signatures uh, for a major new party uh, for, you know, for him to help lead that. Um, and so he's been with us from the beginning. Bernie, obviously, at that time, wanted to run inside the Democratic Party again. Um, but we'll see how Bernie feels after this election. Uh, I think that when it comes to Bernie, um, we are going to have, you know, the ability to put a lot of, uh, when you see, um, you know, when you see Nina Turner, Susan Sarandon, Danny Glover, so many, I mean, so many people who were involved in his campaign were with us, basically, when we held the People's Convention. And, and so many more are now joining us, too, and will be sharing their support um, before and after the convention, I mean, before and after the election. Um, and so I think there comes a point, like with Bernie, for example, when it's, you know, uh, your whole movement and all of your people are over here, Bernie. So which side are you on? in the end. Uh, and I think a lot of people are going to face that, that, um, you know, that, that question and that dilemma, they're going to, they're going to have to decide which side of history they're on. Um, people like AOC, other members of the squad. Um, but as far as kind of, uh, you know, getting some of these really incredible uh, movement luminaries to join us. Yeah, it's been a process of, you know, this is why this is part of what I think makes MPP special um, is that you know, it's not like a flash in the pan. It's not, you know, something that comes about and disappears. I mean, we have deep roots in deep organizing. We've been working for more than three years towards this, building relationships, and that's what it takes. You know, it takes that kind of dedication and commitment and perseverance um, to really kind of set up for what was this moment. I mean, before 2020 arrived, we said, you know, we believed, um, and we warned the rest of the progressive community that, in fact, the Democrats had written the rules for the 2020 Democratic primary to be even worse than it was in 2016, and that they were going to steal it from Bernie again. Um, and, you know, whether it was through just cheating him out of the primaries, what they did in Iowa, a, a, a superdelegate convention coup, um, or even going as far as to decertify him as a Democrat, which they, they gave themselves the power to do. 
um, the chair has has the sole authority to decide that Bernie Sanders was no longer a Democrat and therefore was ineligible to be running. And so that was their nuclear option. So they were going to prevent him no matter what. And they're going to do it in four years, eight, 16, 32, whatever. Um, they're never going to permit someone to get through that process. It's a completely manipulated process. Uh, but that's what it's taken. And that's one of the things that I'm really proud about uh, about this movement is that we've we've done that kind of deep organizing. We've developed the trust, you know, not just with those figures, but I would say with um, with people that, you know, with uh, progressives and with the general public that say that, you know, um, they have staying power. Um, you know, they've really, um, they, they know what they're doing in terms of organizing well and consistently. So Nick, you've mentioned voter suppression um, tactics uh, throughout what you just mentioned right now. And we also know that um, currently uh, Republicans right now are trying to, not trying to, they are putting fake ballot boxes um, throughout uh, California, I believe also in different states. They have the, they have the uh, Republican president saying that mail-in ballots are going to be fraudulent. Um, we know that the Democratic Party shut down about 415 or 435 different uh, polling places uh, during the primary in 2016 to like, especially in areas that um, were uh, community that have more communities of color and people that are, are more in poverty, of course. So trying to steal the vote from Bernie. Now, with that thought, and one of the reasons why I decided to um, announce you and uh, to mention that you were a deputy voter protection director for Terry McAuliffe for governor. Um, I, I wanted to ask from your perspective of working um, on that campaign and knowing that even in this instance, when we have Biden or Bernie, you know, Trump, um, these major parties are still trying to control our votes by suppression. Um, I, I just kind of want you to, to, to speak about that um, and how it is that will that the move for People's Party will be able to overcome that, and um, you know, does your experience um, have a key factor in knowing how to get over to come over that? Voter suppression is, uh, and I will I'll say that voter suppression is just the tip of the iceberg of oh, you know what these <laughs> establishment parties do in this political system. Also, um, so I think one of the things that's kind of important to know and like and understand is that the Democratic and the Republican parties and the political system that we have here in the United States is a complete aberration on the, from the international community. Most countries, especially wealthy developed countries, they have multi-party systems that form coalition governments, more parliamentary systems, not par presidential systems. So rather than first past the post single member districts, they have, um, uh, they have ranked choice voting, uh, they have multi-member districts, uh, and that makes for much better democracy. Obviously, in the grand scheme of, um, of, of kind of things, um, the United States after the Second World War was a really important country for elites, Wall Street, global finance to control. Um, and so it was turned into this kind of, you know, um, everything in the United States is, is just meant to control people to a degree that is kind of unprecedented around the world. Um, you know, massive propaganda, you know, um, socialization, the education system, everything, the media, um, to only having two political parties, monopolies across all of industry. Um, and so it's this, the Democrats and Republicans in this two party system 
is an artificial artifice of this electoral system. You know, it's like if you changed any of those rules, it would collapse instantly. If you, you know, if you made this, if you introduced ranked choice voting, if you introduced multi-member districts, you know, because people don't want this. They only vote, you know, people don't vote for parties in the United States, they vote against parties. And so we will face things like uh, attempts to, you know, supp suppress the vote. They're gonna, you know, you're gonna see attempts to suppress people of color from voting, young people from voting, you know, things like that, because those are our constituencies. The, I mean, the Democratic, the Republican Party does it, but like you pointed out, the Democratic Party does it too. And so, you know, they did it when it came to their own primary against Bernie. They do it against independent parties. And so it shows that really it's not, you know, there's, there's no kind of mooring in principle when they do this. It's just for their straight up, you know, power and, and privilege to maintain that. Um, so I think that we can overcome those things by the sheer force of the number of, of the amount of support that we have now and the number of people that believe that this needs to happen and the super majorities that believe in the policies that we stand for, Medicare for all, um, getting money out of politics, breaking up the big banks, all of these things, a universal basic income, you know, all of these things are, enjoy like 60, 70, 80, even 90% support among all Americans. And so when you form a party that actually is speaking to that, when you have, on the other hand, two parties that basically believe the same thing on economics, believe the same thing on foreign policy, you know, and then have the only areas of difference are some areas of difference on social policy. You know, when you have that kind of dynamic, then I think when we get this running, as the polls say, more than 60% of Americans, I think that we, it, it will be undeniable. You know, they will try everything that they can to contort it. The media will try to, you know, badmouth us, but I don't think they'll be able to hold back um, what we're doing. Yeah, that, that's a really strong statement. It, it, it's not their choice anymore. It's not their yeah. choice. They, they will not be able to hold back what we're doing. You're absolutely right. Um, okay, so this is my last question uh, of the interview. Um, so full transparency, as Chris said at the beginning, Jerry Perez here is the owner of SitRep. SitRep is the parent uh, company of YRLA. So this here is the boss man and he founded this whole thing along with Chris. Um, so Jerry, let me ask you, um, what was it that made you and Chris say, we need this. We need a progressive media company that is going to actually get information out there. I was watching a clip one day and it came on Jimmy Dore and it showed um, recordings from Sinclair Media. And it showed that every single news organization that they were doing for local news was parroting the exact same lines. And it really made me understand that we do not have news in this country. We do not have local news outlets. We do not have investigative costs. What we have is a strict propaganda machine. If you were to walk out into your city, in which I've actually tried this, I said, who is my investigative journalist for my city? And when I went looking, I couldn't find anybody because I found out the original um, news organization was bought out. Um, and so there is no local news. There is no voice of the people. And 
so what I looked to do was I was going to use my veteran, um, my veteran, um, I, I guess benefits, if you can call them that. And um, I was going to create something that will solve this problem. Um, I'm going to put my reputation and my well-being on the line to ensure that this gets, this problem gets solved. So I'm looking to create podcasts all across the U.S. Right now we're starting here in California, but I'm looking to start and to give folks a voice. I want local neighborhoods to have a podcast. I want them to have a voice where they can actually bring their grievances to the public, where they can talk about the sufferings of the people, where they get interviewed, where they can advertise for their local businesses, where they can have a public soapbox, where they can actually be heard and hear opinions. And not just for just um, English speakers, but for Spanish speakers and for um, Chinese speakers, for our whole demographics here in this nation. You don't just have one English across the whole freaking yards. You have multi language folks all over the place. And on top of that, I wanted to create something where I can plug veterans into right after they get out of the service. Because something that I noticed when I got out, there was nothing like that. There is no setting our veterans up for success when they get out. So I, my hopes is I can bring more veterans into this and give them a place to set up and to build a future for themselves. And also to bring our values into protecting the voice of the people and so I want us to essentially ensure that all of you have a voice and contribute our talents to investigative journalism and to ensure the truth is always spoken. To know that you, your truth is protected by those who swore an oath to protect this nation. And so that is something that I'm looking to create and help build with all of you. And it's still a work in progress, but as of now, it is, it is the greatest thing I've ever seen so far. And thank you all for being a part of it. No, thank you. And honestly, I would not be here if it wasn't for you and Chris, uh, you know, creating SITREP, creating YRLA. And I'm so excited uh, that we've already expanded into Spanish. So we're, we're bilingual as of now and, and hopefully we'll grow even more. Um, but I just, you know, I haven't seen a progressive news outlet that is in English and Spanish. I just haven't seen one. And it's just such an amazing resource to, to, to give to our community. So um, thank you guys so much. And then Nick, my last question for you is, what role do you think that new media like us, like TYT, like Jimmy Dore, like, you know, all of these progressive outlets, what role do you think they'll play in our political future? I think that YRLA, the Jimmy Dore show, Rising, a lot of these independent shows, I think they are the new source of media um, in the US. They are the forthcoming source. Uh, and I think that in fact, a lot of the um, elite corporate media actually sees it coming. And that's why they've worked so hard in tandem with, these, uh, with the social media tech giants in order to try to clamp down on that. Um, nobody our age is watching, um, you know, is watching like cable news. You know, I mean, we don't even have subscriptions, you know, to cable news. And so we get our news through independent sources. We get it through social media. Um, and while they try to fight back, like, for example, I noticed on my YouTube feed, and I know this is happening to other people, nobody watches a corporate media anymore. 
and so they put the court, you know, they, they kind of like forced the corporate media into your field of view, the second row of videos, first row of videos on YouTube. When you look at the feed now is, you know, videos that you tend to watch. The second one is corporate media videos, but it doesn't matter because, you know, people, um, it, it doesn't reflect people's lived reality. People are looking for voices that do. You know, and that's where independent media comes in. It was extremely important in getting Bernie from when he started running in 2016 to from 3% name recognition to getting him to universal name recognition, making him a nationally, you know, a candidate that would have won in the Democratic Party if they hadn't cheated. Um, And so it's, um, it's critical. And thankfully, it is growing and they can't stop it. That is, that is super awesome. So then with that being said, then we now want to give you the platform. So, um, so Nick, can you then let the people know um, where they can go to follow up for a movement uh, for the People's Party and how they can get a hold of you, for instance, um, the website and all that? Yeah, absolutely. Come join us. Come volunteer. Organize locally. Help us start or join a hub. Join a national working group. We have um, everything from arts, finance, organizing, media messaging tech, um, political outreach. So come join us. Uh, you can uh, find us at peoplesparty.org, sign up, volunteer, um, uh, do everything there. Awesome. Thank you so much. And same, same uh, with you, Jerry. Uh, any, any last thoughts or other ways that um, people can, can get a hold of you and see more of your work? I want to say um, be sure to join us on our national call. Every other Thursday, um, our this coming Thursday, we're having a national call. So I encourage you all to join us on that. Um, you'll find the link to that on um, our YouTube at Movement for People's Party. And also you'll find that on our website. And I want to leave some last words for everyone that is watching this and is taking the time out to look at this. Your future is in your hands. What you do now will shape our history here. And so I implore you and I encourage you to join us here at Moving Forward People's Party and to ensure that you meet prosperity in your future and we ensure that this problem never happens again. And so, yes, I want you all to be safe. Thank you all very much and Semper Gumby. <laughs> you guys are uh, heroes, unsung heroes here in the United States. And I really think that one day, if everything works out right, you two will be written about in history books. I'm not kidding. So Jerry Prez, Nick Brana, thank you so much uh, for your time and taking this moment to share everything with us. We really appreciate all the work you're doing. All right, guys. And here, once again, Annalise uh, Garcia and Chris Rod, thank you so much for watching Your Revolution Los Angeles. You guys have a great one.